Welcome to the podcast, Now Listen to Me, Catawba Island fun facts, lore, anecdotes, and sometimes even a little history. This podcast is brought to you by the Catawba Island Historical Society. These stories and conversations, not necessarily 100% historically accurate, are told by lifelong Catawba Island resident Don Rhodes. Born in 1931, Don was an integral part of the community his entire life until he passed away at age 90 in 2021. Don's passion for preserving the artifacts and stories of Catawba Island led to establishing the Historical Society and the Catawba Island Museum. The trustees of the Historical Society share these stories with you, largely unedited for content, so you can get a glimpse of what it was like to sit with Don and hear the stories in his own words. These recorded stories are a complement to all the contributions Don made to the History Museum and the entire community. In episode three, we continue the driving tour through the Catawba Cliffs. You'll get to hear about favorite photograph spot, the arches, caves, interesting landscapes of Catawba, and you'll even get to hear one word of mildly colorful language from Don, in case young ears are listening to this podcast. Yes, what's Cagney's store, okay? Cagney's Hotel. A lot on the left was Lakers, Lakers Barn House. It burned here. Yeah. And this is the quarry over here where this depression where these houses are. Yep. For the lime kill. Mm-hmm. I used to hunt and all that one. I used to have a hell of a time chasing rabbits in that hole. That's back where we started. Where we started. Nothing was inside the cliffs here, none of those hotels. Now, right where you're up just a little bit, of course, is the lime kill. And to the right, that flat area, was the warehouses. There were three buildings on the right here and a dock. Along here, you say? Yeah, on the water. The dock was on the water, and there were three buildings back in there. And they were the warehouses. You know, once you made a barrel of lime, you had to put it in a barrel. Yeah. So they had a barrel works over there. And once they had had the barrel, they filled it with lime or plaster. And then they had to start till they got a load, okay? Then they had to put it in the storage buildings. So the point is, the storage buildings and the, and, and the uh, stave works was on the lake side of the road here. The kiln was on the left-hand side, okay? Picture the kiln. What's left of it, huh? The limestone. And this was... That's a lime This is a sensitive topic for Don. Yes, sir. The kiln, which that was, they tore down. That This 87 acres was purchased by, by Sloan and Converse and... What are some more names down there? Porter? Porter. Porter, yeah. yeah. And Krogan. Krogan. You don't see much on Krogan, and you don't see too much on Porter. But Porter, at one time, owned Cedar Point. He, he, yeah, hmm. he was he was old money. Did and Port- these houses here 
I know. These are all after World War II. I helped build this one right up here. Really? This yeah. one here, uh, this yeah, right. blue one? Yeah. Now, when I say help, I went and got the hammer and the saw and that sort of thing. Go ahead. Did, did, did Porter buy Cedar Point from Beckling? No, no, the other way around. Oh. Beckling was late. Oh. Porter was really early. Okay. When Porter owned it, it was, was not an amusement park. The first uh, house that I knew, one of the first ones that Lafer put up here, was Cordy's. He was president of U.S. Steel. This is the house they just bulldozed down. That where, is, where is that? Uh, right here on the left-hand side. This place right in yeah. here on this lot? Yeah. I heard that's two brothers, right, that built that? Well, yeah. The other ones that built it. Yeah. But Cordy's, the president of the U.S. Steel, built that original house. This house here... I helped build also. Second house? Yeah, this is the second nice house on this lot. The first house, I just, the first house wasn't there. The house that, hey, I helped build, get the hammer and the saw. <laughs> the husband was the president of the Lime Works in um, Woodville, Woodville Lime. He was president of Woodville. It's a vacant piece of property. We built the first house. Yeah. Was there 40 years. They bulldozed it down. This house was built. Gotcha. Second house. Gotcha. That's how it works. The property becomes worth more than the house. You understand? Yep. That's right. This house here, uh, these are all after World, way after World War II. Yeah. This big house up here is always, no, these two lots, I'm not familiar with them. I don't think they're all tourists. I call them tourists. Of course, this is Navigon we're going up now. This was not part of the Catawba Cliff Association. This was sold prior to Bellows buying it. Okay? And the house across the street, too. That was a, don't go and stop it, man. The house across the street was built for the help. When I say help, I'm talking about butlers, maintenance people, blah, blah, blah. For the lady who owned Navigon here. And her, she was from, uh, no, I can't think of her name. Okay, okay. But again, this property was not part of it. It was physically part of it, but not politically part of it. Strip of land here, huh? Yeah. All right. I always, we always call this Maloney Avenue. <laughs> the Namagon House. Yeah. You're coming up on the most, probably the most famous, built in 1926, engineered by an architect from Toledo by the name of Creek, I think, or Carrick, Carrick maybe. And it was built by Chester Owen, from the Owens family. So it's not old. You're talking about this piece right yeah, here, yeah, this architecture? There's a well supposed to be yeah, under there. Yeah, there is a well in there. Is it a water well? No, I think it was, just had a pump on it. I was born and raised here. I never got any water out of it. I used to go through here every day. When nobody lived here. Was there ever a tap on it? No. Look just like it seems. Now listen to this, you're not going to believe this. During World War II, 
we had a sleigh ride. And my dad pulled a sleigh and the bobsled and a number of sleds with a tractor. We came through here at moonlight and we went around this business, this arch. You see how much room is between there and the lake? Right. My dad went around that with the tractor oh and gosh. the bobsled and all the sleds. That's how much wrong has been lost, huh? Well, I ran a trap line through here and I knew how much room was there. I jumped off my sled because I figured he was going to go over the cliff. You see, that's been filled in. There ain't no, the cliff is gone. But when we were there, you know, there were eight, nine, ten feet. But can you imagine? Jeez. In the moonlight taking a load of people around that thing <laughs> in a tractor. A cliff on the other side? Oh, boy. Now, take a left on this street up here. What was the name of the guy that built that thing down again? Chester Owen. Chester Owen. And does it have a name? Uh, I don't know. They just called the arches. Take a left here. I want to show you where the cave is. Ooh. Well, it's here on the left, isn't it? Yeah. Now, you see this depression in here? Yeah. Okay. You see how that's how that's removed because of the problems they were having with getting a satisfactory cement product okay they, they tried different areas in the cliffs to get the rocks to get a different you know chemical background so they had a little test site built here and they removed rocks from here huh. also they removed rocks from the big quarry down there but this here they removed rocks from too also if you go straight down the road there's another place where they do that but this is where the cave was did it have a name this cave we always call it the cave but that Catawba book yeah. Bell yeah. called it Samumic or Samonic yeah. Indian that's, that's where all the so that's the in. one huh? yeah right below it you see, this is a ridge. I want you to keep going straight. Okay. See, all these houses were added on later, after World War II. This is all, this is all hunting ground. Did the Indians live here, or did they just come here to fish and hunt? Basically, fish and hunt, they but they didn't really live here. Yeah. It was pretty tough living out here. Summer? It's well, a harsh climate, as Bucky would say. Take a left here. There were a lot of uh, snakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of snakes. Hey, where's the devil's point? Is that? I think I want to. Is that where the okay, devil was killed? Yeah, just a minute. There's no such thing. Oh. Okay. Let me, yeah. Okay, keep going. Craig, you remember? We'll stop here on this hill. Keep going down the hill. See how that ledge comes across there? 
from that depression up there. Yeah. Yeah. You see how this high ground is? Yeah. And it drops the, down again. On the, on the right, on the right, over about 150 feet, is another cave. See right in here? Yeah. See where that sharp edge is there? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I know it's there because I used to climb in it. Huh. Wow. It's much, much smaller, and you got to crawl to get in it. Well, when people went to go in it and they had to crawl, that was into most people, so it never got many people in it. Where was the entrance of this cave down? You see where that clump of trees is over there? Yeah, back over here you're talking. Not the big tree, but that clump. See where there's five or six roots Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right in that bank. That's, that's another... Where are we looking? That's another cave. This clump of trees over there. Right there. Uh, see, yeah. what you're going down is, you're going down into a collapsed lens of uh -huh. gypsum yeah. or salt. Yeah. Now go straight. Now you're at the bottom of one of those collapsed. Now, you see this little, right? Right down here at this foot, right about where this White House is here, there was a bunch of rocks removed and pushed over here to the sides. This is where they removed rocks, again, as a test site for the rocks for the cube. Uh, on this, on the no, on lake the side, on the side. left side. Yeah, right. Left in that, here. So that yep. was a test site on behind. Uh -huh. Kind of a test site. Sometime when you're going through there, look over on the water side and you'll see a lot of rock thrown over the side. Huh. That's rock that's been removed from the test site. So were they doing these test sites before they built the, the no, kiln? No, no, afterwards. You were trying to salvage the business, it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, right. Okay, got it. As I understand it. Yeah. Now, Boldies say that at the west end of this beach right here, on that first rock cliff, yeah. that's where they say is the Nabagon that everybody took pictures of. Well, that the face fell off and it's in the water, right? The rock that's, that's in the water. That's my understanding, too. That's, that's what, that's what Boldies say. Yeah. And when you go around the, the second point and look at the cliff from the water underneath the chairs up there on top of Vander Geeson's place. That's where the current profile is of Navagon. Um, and it, well, boy, does it look like it too, Don. The real Navagon. That one looks is, a little like me, I think. The real Navagon. Yeah, you think it's back the at the Navagon house. house. Yeah, that's what. That's the Navagon. That's what you've said. But yeah. only because she named it Navagon. No, because the the profile of the rock cliff reminded. G.H. Bellows, and he was a marketing genius from Toledo, Ohio, mm -hmm. who had to sell all this property in here. Hey, Bill. He dreamed up all this stuff. Yeah. This was my, this was never Navigon up in here, believe me. Yes. Navigon is where I told you. Yeah. What do you think of that redo, Don, up ahead here? Yeah, that's Dr. Murphy's house when I was a kid really expanded it. Yeah, I haven't been back in here lately. I got a bunch of stuff out of there. Now, right down here at the foot of this hill going down, there's a metal ladder. This is how you got down the cliffs for the 50 years that I roamed in here. There's a big la iron ladder. I probably that there. And where is it? At the Hakes house, I believe. The right hand, right hand. Right that stone? Yeah. 
Yeah, I now this house was here when I grew up growing up. This one? Yeah. That's an original, That's the huh? Bell Cloche. Yeah. yeah. That's the name of the property. BB. I knew the farmers, well, I should worked on these. They weren't the architects, but they worked That's on That's the name them. right there. The Bell Cloche. These are the original old houses. Yeah. How about this one on the left? Actually, all these are new houses. Uh -huh. There are a couple back in there that are, are old from the 20s, 30s. Like that one yeah. couple down there, down with yeah, the white top? Yeah, a couple of yeah. Stonington Lodge. I used to park my bike up in here. got contacted just after we started the association by someone who said that this house down here on the right that sits down right in there yeah. was one of the first houses built in Bullshit. the place. <laughs> Is that an official yeah. assessment? Yeah. Okay. That's late. That house, when I grew up, there was a sign painter, I should say a sign painter, he owned a sign company in Toledo, and his name was D'Angelo. Mm. And he had a daughter called Doris, Doris D'Angelo. That's a new home. That's, this house was built just prior to World War II. This one here on the yeah. right. Mm. The house straight ahead of you, that log house, that was one of the original houses. Log with house. the wrought iron fence around it. That belonged to, she was from, Wapakoneta, Ohio, and she was very, very, very wealthy, and her name was House, H-O-U-S-E. That is it, but that house had been torn down, the fence had been removed, and it's all redone. But that is much, much older. Mm. That house back there is a new house. I, I, I relatively new. These houses here, you get into the cheaper houses. If you go up there just a little bit, there's a lane that goes back. Yeah. Then then you get into the older houses where the Days owned from yep. Toledo, Ohio. They still do. Yeah, they own all that back in there. There's one more cottage that you can't see because the wood's in here. And I, okay. That goes back to the day cottages here. Mm -hmm. And the day's house. I can remember when they built these houses. This is where you come to slide down the hill in the wintertime. <laughs> this was one hell of a slide. Yeah, hi Bob, thanks for coming down on your sled. That in the schoolhouse road. Well, you went down this way? Yeah, right straight down. You usually got going. Thank you for listening to Now Listen to Me, Catawba Island fun facts, lore, anecdotes, and sometimes even a little history, a production of the Catawba Island Historical Society. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please visit our website at CatawbaIslandHistoricalSociety.com or come visit the Catawba Island History Museum in person, located in historic Union Chapel near the beautiful shores of Lake Erie in Ohio. Until next time, happy history!